Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap meets playing in the background. Okay, I changed my one little inflection. <laughs> I almost say you. With you, trap beats playing. With trap beats playing. You do all kind of. All kind of different flips and turns. But you always sound the same. <laughs> like, 66. <laughs> 66, right? Yeah. 66. Okay. Next next episode, you saying it in French. Uh, how do you even say that? How do you even say that? And um, my annoyance with French, it's been a while, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they know I've been doing French. I think I cut a lot of it out. Because <laughs> it was, it was us... I'm saying something in French and you're answering in Spanish and it just it was a lot. This okay, is not doing a whole episode like that. A lot. Also, I don't even know enough yeah, French for that. <laughs> well, eventually. Eventually, I'm excited. I was telling Delaney that okay, so if I don't I don't know if I said it last time. So I said I wanted to learn French and then I capped all last year. So like <laughs> this <laughs> this year I'm actually doing it. I have a tutor that I see twice a week for now because you know I'm like I don't do viola twice a week. Like I want to take. Two hours, two lessons a week. Can you imagine? I'll probably be so much better. So, I used to. Two lessons a week sounds dreadful. Depending on, I guess maybe when they're plays. But I remember this one time. I love you know I love Miss Taylor down. I love him down. Mm-hmm. There was one time I had three lessons within four days. No lie, because I I was preparing for some. And he was like, "You ain't finna get me out here." Okay. <laughs> Only way I can see that working is if you're playing a lot of stuff. Then it's not like you yeah, yeah you doing this one movement for three hours. No, <laughs> it was like I was I was going to some audition and it had multiple parts. Yes. And he was like, "Yeah, so we gonna get this. We gonna clean this up." And I think like <laughs> I just remembered she came blend with you for sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, he came for me for no reason. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So that that wasn't fun. And also, yo, it's if I can't even describe the feeling when you, he, Mr. Taylor is famous for the two hour lesson. Just after a certain point, like it just feel numb. Like you saw like two hour lessons. On depending on what you're playing, I remember I had this one two hour lesson, and it was like at the very beginning stages of things, and I was playing like Hindemith. Strauss and Wagner and see and it was just like so that was like three very dense things yeah. to be playing like that fried my brain heck no zero out of ten wouldn't recommend it <laughs> I've done a two-hour lesson on etudes this was back in the day when I it was like oh you want to go to Eastman I bet <laughs> she was like I hope it wasn't too hard on you I'm like now we both know sounds might know when we born <laughs> I love etudes though Depending. Some of them are nice. Some of them. But, um, yes. Taking French twice a week. And it's just annoying because, like, and shout out to Jasmine, who I compl- text every complaint to. But, um, <laughs> French is just, like, it doesn't make sense sometimes. I just be like, this don't make sense. Like, like I was on the lane, specific verbs for no reason. Like, there's no reason why you can't just have the verb to pick. You have the verb, I choose you, choisir, and then you have the verb to pick a flower. And I can't even say that verb. I'm not going to embarrass myself on this mic. But what I can tell you is that I tell my tutor, like, we could just move on because I'm not going to be talking to nobody about horticulture. Ain't no point. You don't know what you're going to be talking about. I was going to tell you who I'll be talking with, but you know. Who? <laughs> We're not going to manifest it on this here podcast. Why not? I'm sure the people would love to know. I'm sure they would, but that's fine. 
All right, then. Um, slow news day, as it is most days over here. <laughs> Classical. I'm sorry. Like, I, every week I regret more and more my... Not regret. <laughs> my idea to add a new segment to this show. <laughs> so I'll be scrounging. Do you really? Like, you don't seem like it. I mean, I mean, I, I come up with it a little, and sometimes I try to offset it. Like if it's something that's just like really serious, I try to put it with something that's like actually news. But I don't know. I just feel like when things actually happen, like in real time, mm-hmm. it's just like wow, <laughs> like this. This is a, a very rare feeling, you know. I will tell you that I had a time editing that last episode. Like I was replaying stuff. That the news two minutes in, I was like. Florence Parson didn't get girl. I was on the floor. <laughs> the way you, the way you whispered it, you were like, "This is this the golden globe today." <laughs> in twenty, in twenty twenty. So I don't. I know you might be scrounging, but like sometimes I be having a good time. That was that was hilarious. That was our, actually, I actually think I'll go back and listen to that. That was one of our funniest episodes. I'm no cap. Like it was. <laughs> It was just a lot going oh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stravinsky strong. <laughs> and then the visual to go along. I just. It was a lot. That was a lot of gems. Ooh, just this trifling. Ooh, Ooh. Okay. Well. So, so who's rising melted this week? What? Who's rising melted this week? Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I would turn the mics off. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Someone dropped their rosin. No. Breaking news. Um, no, I did see this a couple some time ago. Um, but Sheku Kenny Mason, um, was say it. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I saw uh, him playing something on Instagram, and I he out here because it was sponsored content. Was it Instagram or Facebook? Probably. Um, he was uh recognizing the New Year's honors list, um, for 2020. Um, he was made an MBE, which is a member of the British Empire, for his services to music. Um, alongside people like, I mean, I don't recognize most of these names, but when I do recognize it's Sir Elton John, I'm like, okay, oh. so you're on the list. It's like Elton John, then you. What? <laughs> that is unrelatable content. <laughs> I, well, we never I feel, know. A feeling I will never know. You never know. He might have felt that way at some point. I'm sure he hasn't. Shaku was different. Shaku been popping. In 2021, Katie gonna be on that same list. Beyonce, mm-hmm. Katie's gotta play. I probably especially be- so lo- girl. But they wasn't. They weren't watching him play. Yeah, they were. I watched him. I don't know how many people were in. I mean, I guess, but it still was on live TV. I feel like either way, like you still know that those people, even if they're not in the room, just knowing how many people are tuning in, that is crazy. And solo. Like, if he was playing an orchestra, I'd be like, okay, this is crazy, but, but solo, it's just you. Also, you, like, a part of history, like, you and no one else. Like, I just, ooh, Chile. Um, uh, Juilliard School, um, is gonna be celebrating an anniversary this year, coincidentally, not, well, not coincidentally, but not Beethoven's 250th anniversary, which ev- literally everyone is celebrating. Are we still doing that? Well, we're doing that in my lesson this week. I just got assigned a bunch of Beethoven excerpts. So oh, for real? Mm-hmm. For what? Um, just to learn them? For fun? For fun. For learning, I guess. <laughs> to have something to play. Well, I'm confused. Like, he gave you excerpts. 
he's wanting him to be all Beethoven because it's a Beethoven year? Or? No, 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 no. Okay, no. that's where we lost. I <laughs> no. was like, he he like mentioned that like later, like oh, and coincidentally, it's Be- like, but he didn't say, well, it's Beethoven's two hundred fiftieth birthday, so let's get some. Be- yeah, no, like it wasn't okay. that. I was like, okay, no. <laughs> um, but they're actually going to be uh putting on something called the Focus Festival, which is uh in recognition of the anniversary. Um, the centennial anniversary of the 19th amendment i was kind of on the fence about this because with the whole women's suffrage thing like i mean i probably haven't said this on the show before but we've talked about this about like a lot of the women's suffrage stuff wasn't they weren't really concerned about black women so yeah okay yeah like you know but it's still you know for some the 19th amendment still it still happened it was still great for a lot of people mm-hmm. but i mean I, I can't in good conscience say this without qualifying it and saying like y'all really left black women out to dry. Um, yeah, y'all didn't. Women's suffrage was for y'all. If we're being completely honest, well, we were still guessing gumballs. So right, because because once black women was getting turned away from the polls, not because they were women, but because they were black. Oh, it wasn't your problem no more. Yeah, <laughs> like well, yeah, they're turning you away, but it's not because you're a woman. So <laughs> <laughs> our job is done. <laughs> well done. Um, she's not that bad I'm, I would be happy true. I mean it's the truth it's simply the truth I mean y'all can feel how you want to feel I mean it's simply the truth however um, uh, the Focus Festival Trailblazers uh, pioneering women composers of the 20th century is that little tagline um, it's gonna consist of six free concerts from January 24th to the 31st um that is going to feature 32 women female composers from five different continents um and the new york philharmonic is also going to be celebrating it a little bit afterwards celebrating the centennial with project 19 which is a a series of concerts um happening in early february i think february 5 um is when that is starting so if you are excited and pumped and grateful for the 19th amendment um this is going on in new york city so you know what i'm not gonna say that good time for the intermission (laughs) i'm not gonna say it proud of you i would say it i would just say it no (laughs) no no no, i can tell it's bad but by the way you your your mouth i can tell it's bad yeah okay (laughs) it's best okay it's best that we move on so um time for the intermission so on this week's intermission, we're going to be playing a little game of that or this, this or that. I got this idea one we've done this before. Okay. Wait, like, would you rather or whatever. Oh, okay. Way. The name of this, <clears throat> I got it from Miss um, Kev on stage. She does a Love Hour podcast with her husband, Kev on stage, and I love them. And oh, he's married? Kev on stage? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think, I think you said you told me that before. Mm-hmm. The Love Hour podcast. I like that. I like their podcast. I have a good time. Um, and they start most episodes with these questions. So we're going to start with non-musical ones. And then we'll just, one of them, you know, one of them, you know, cause I texted, I texted oh all my, my friends. I just, I wanted to have the conversation again in person. And then I have some musical ones as well. Okay. So that or this, this or that. Here's the first one. Would you rather eat only cold food for the rest of your life or have to drink only warm drinks? I said warm drinks. You rather have lukewarm water, 
not even lukewarm, like a little bit above lukewarm. Because lukewarm water, I actually prefer lukewarm water. So would you like warm water? It, like warm water. You either yes. have warm water, warm juice, yep. warm tea. I just drink more water. Warm hot chocolate, like w- w- warm chocolate. Warm chocolate. Yes. I like my food hot. And I understand like what you were saying about takeout and stuff, like eating stuff cold sometimes. Depending on what it is, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But if something like, if I go to a restaurant and my meal is cold, like I like, I, if my yeah. food is meant to be eaten hot, I want to eat it hot. Like, I don't, like, when when stuff has been refrigerated and taken out, like, that's a different taste than, like, your food just got cold, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been sitting out. Like, that's not, uh, I don't know. I eat too much stuff that's not raw for that, to be doing that. It's like, I really want to say warm drinks, but it's like, think about, like, on a really hot day, even though I prefer lukewarm water, mm-hmm. like, having some cold water, like, having tea, like yeah. coffee, cold juice. But I just feel when like I drink it, sparkling water is so much better. Spicy when it's not okay. cold. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like meals. Like I, I indulge more in meals than I do in drinks. I mean, same. So like, I just, I would like that to be more to my liking than what I drink. That's true. But also, like, I think about the stuff I eat on a daily basis. Like mashed potato would be disgusting, like warm. Oh, that'd be gross. But then it would be cold, right? If you pick warm drinks, and your food would have to be cold. Cold food. Yeah. And mashed potatoes get hard when they get cold. But I'm thinking, well, I mean, I couldn't eat fries anymore. That's probably a hard, oh, hard pass. Cold fries are terrible. But you know what's good? Cold pizza's good. Um, Cold Chinese food is good. Yeah, if you eat pizza and Chinese food for, and salad. For salad. salad. Chipotle's cold when you get it. I heat, oh I, I but microwave you heat, you heat yours up yeah I'm telling y'all man it's the freaking move oh my god Chipotle gonna be cold but I haven't been to Chipotle in a really long time but putting a Chipotle burrito in the microwave bro like that was the best thing I ever did not in general but like okay. <laughs> in, terms, in terms of Chipotle food like it really changed my life the meat the cheese a lot well yeah but <laughs> still like the rice be all hot it's it's really good and I, it's not hot it's warm i go through chipotle phases like i'm on the wave now where i get a salad mm-hmm. so like when i've I'm, always gotten the same order except for just recently and i mean recently like within the past year i made like a little a little amendment i used to get steak burrito extra rice uh hot and mild salsa, little bit of cheese. Now I get all three sauces. That's all. <laughs> it's so good. They all bring something different to the table. Okay, they so, do. They do. I mean, I- pico de gallo's texture, and then you like the spice of the of the hot one, but then tomatillo spice. I like how tomatillo salsa tastes. I I get the same. Even I mean, I always get pico de gallo. I never get anything else. Cause the red one, I'm not gonna say that. But okay, what? Oh, I used to get yeah, just hot and mild. But then why? I was like, girl, this is really what's been missing. Now I want some Chipotle. I know. I'm. I'm upset. Let's end this episode. What they call in ten minutes? Well, even if we ended it right now, came back like we wouldn't make it. And also, it's slim pickings now. Oh yeah, now this it's like they scraping the bottom. Yeah, super good. Okay. Would you rather have bad breath or chapped lips? Nothing you can do to re- can resolve either. So, for example, if you were to kiss 
like your significant other and they had I don't really have to worry about that so it's, it's an example give me both no, I'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding if you if you kiss your significant other like they're and they have like Vaseline on their lips it won't transfer to your lips licking your lips doesn't help your breath can be smelled outside without you opening your mouth what yeah no <laughs> oh I was gonna ask you how chapped but <laughs> that that just gave me the answer. Chap lips all day. I, I just don't understand how you could pick anything else. Outside? Well, your mouth don't even got to be open? Nah. Come on. That is medical. <laughs> but even even so, like, even you opening your mouth and your breath saying, like, think about how, like, think about, like, like how from many, here, how far we're sitting from each other and I can, and you can smell my breath from right there. I, I don't Imagine. even know what to do. I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, oral hygiene is so important. I just, I just don't know... Like, think about how many people you interact, especially as a musician. I'm a teacher. How many people I interact with? I be in kids' faces. I miss your breasting. <laughs> they will say it, too. Like, but how, chapped? But, like, I'm just curious. Now, I'm, I'm picking chaplet's lips either way. I don't, I, I mean, can't imagine they're bleeding, but. Because I've had my lips chapped that when I was in Idlewild, hot, super high altitude, super dry up there. It was to the point where I was begging. Like, I needed medicated chapstick like wow. it was so it was painful like no i don't think it's painful it's just that like it's always dry yeah. maybe like the little patchy junk so <laughs> either one is really gross. either one's gross but i like, rather take though now you gotta now uh, your significant other than a bust that they lip kissing uh, you right. yeah but oh okay here we go would you rather have debussy's entire catalog of music these people tired of us talking about him <laughs> they tired of us dragging him this is probably the last time for a minute i can't can't promise that okay um his entire catalog of music everything he ever wrote you can listen to all of that or your favorite Tchaikovsky's symphony you can only listen to that for the rest of your life which one would you rather i can't listen to anything else you can't listen to anything else or any other classical music anything else you either listen to all of WC's music, every single piece he ever writ- wrote, writs, okay. <laughs> Should be taking English instead of French. <laughs> every single piece he ever written. <laughs> every single piece he's ever written. Um, Or only your favorite Tchaikovsky symphony. I think I'd pick WC. I'm sorry, but one symphony, that'll get old real quick. I think I would give myself a week before. I wish I wouldn't listen to anything. <laughs> But you know, a couple of those or we did that say something nice. You know, I might could listen to yeah, in the before. background. But I wouldn't. Li- I wouldn't listen to music for pleasure anymore. I can tell you that. Yeah, I think I was. Do- I was just doing. I would probably just listen to music less. But if I had to turn something on, I'd rather it be like something, something different. Yeah, than the one symphony. Yeah. Congrats, Debussy stands. You got to win. Yeah. Y'all can stop. <laughs> got our mentions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last time. Last one. Would you rather play something perfectly in tune with Pizzicato? Perfectly in tune. Like, it doesn't matter the context. It could be in tune with yourself, in tune with the orchestra. Uh, perfectly in tune, Pizzicato. Or always play a half-step sharp with the bow. That's what I do now. But nothing I'm you not do... not even kidding. Nothing you do can fix it. So, so say... What's the point of being a musician? <laughs> nothing you do... So, you'd be like, well, I play half-step I'm just gonna play flat. That don't... They don't work that way. You you either always play half step sharp with the bow or everything is perfectly in tune with pizzicato. With meaning that like with the perfectly in tune pizzicato, when I do play with my bow, it's just my regular intonation. Why can't you just answer the question? Because it's like this, like 
What? So I can only play piscato? I have no. I have no I, bow. You, you can. You can play with the bow, but it'll be a house of sharp. But then that's both. What do you mean? Like that? That's like you only play in two when you pits. When you add the bow. So you're saying? Oh, okay. So it is both. Like you. What? What? It's no. It's both. Like you as a person, you would have both. Like you're not picking one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just confuse the hell out of me. You know what I mean though? Like yeah, yeah I, like you're going to have both. Because you're saying if I pick if I pick pits. Oh no no no, you can only do one. So what's going to happen if I pick up the bow? You don't have a bow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm asking. I can't oh, okay. I can't yeah, ever yeah. use a bow. No. I mean, I feel like both are pointless. Yeah, of because course. you're never gonna get a job. <laughs> like, you show up to audition. Oh, by the way, I don't have a bow. <laughs> um, you have an extra one. That's fine, but I actually, by principle, don't use them. <laughs> so, da 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 da. Fingers are You gotta do finger weight weight lifting. <laughs> if you could do that, pizzicato, I'll be like, all right, sir. So. Um, I mean. Playing half step sharp is pretty much what I do now. I feel like we get on my nerves. Half step sharp, like going to a ringing tone and it's not ringing, and I just can't fix it because this is what I do. <laughs> I would take the bow. I feel like so I feel like I would, just, I would just be. Then you can't play in an orchestra, but then again, you, you can't, can't play in orchestra. If you don't got a bow. Yeah, it don't even matter. I'd rather have a bow and, and and just play by myself and just yeah. Then it's pizzicato all day. I must play guitar. All right, if you have any that or this, this or that suggestions, send them. Um, I was about to say it. Ask the lead at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do that too and they'll be confused. Right. <laughs> All right, we'll move it on. Okay, so today we're talking about taking breaks. A topic that you girls, and listen, you never even tell me and I know that you are against them. Or you're against talking about them. So we're talking about breaks and our experience with breaks and what the research shows about breaks. We looked some stuff up. So y'all didn't think we was talking. We looked some stuff up. Did some research, you know what I'm saying? APA, all that junk, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, So I was telling Delaney where this idea came from. So I was talking to a friend. And um, I was like, yeah, girl, you know, I got, a, I got an audition coming up, but, you know, I have not been touching that viola. I just I have not been the mood. I just cannot, I can't get to it, like, whatever. Like, I even told Delaney, like, when I make my to-do list for the day, I will put, like, open the case. <laughs> and then the next day will be like, girl, play it. I have to battle sometimes. That's why I like, look big old thing, you know, unrelatable. <laughs> all I got to do is click, click, click. <laughs> like, I can't. I got to and then lift the thing off and it's like a freaking tarp i'll be like okay it is tarp though <laughs> high key but that's why i tell my kids like when they're when i try to develop practice techniques um in my students i do the 10 minute a day thing and i'm like leave it leave it open i just want you to find a place that does not have that your animal cannot reach mm-hmm. where your instrument just stays open check it don't give no she don't care nothing about that bass <laughs> she walk right around it <laughs> she don't care nothing that about is it. hilarious but yeah it's um 
so I was having a hard time and we were going back and forth or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I haven't touched my instrument since like two months ago. And, um, and I had to do it. So I didn't quit. And I was like, that's for Like the transparency in that was like, so like refreshing to me because as musicians, we just don't talk about, like, I feel like it's just grind, grind, grind. Like you got to do it. Like don't want again, again, yeah. again. People want to act like they on all the time. Nobody's on all the time. And I feel like, I feel like you're you're taught to be on all the time. Like I remember something in my, in my own practice is that like I don't practice the day of a lesson, and people be like, oh, "You don't do what? You don't do what? And I'm like, I if I, I haven't had a lesson in, in months, but I will. I practice all week, you know. And then when I get to the end of my lesson, I warm up warm an, an hour or two before my lesson make sure I'm good to go. And then after my lesson, I do not practice. And like, really some people say that that is the time you should practice because you can just freshen your mind or something. Yeah. If I have a groundbreaking thing that happened in a lesson, I'll go back and, and do it. Especially like if, if I learn not a new technique, cause like I'm not really learning new techniques right now, but like, I mean, what else? It, it bowed to string. It ain't really okay. <laughs> okay. But like, if I if Mr. Taylor gave me a new fingering that worked really well in the lesson, I want to go home and make sure I can replicate it before I decide I'm just gonna stick to what I had before. Um, <laughs> but it's something like that, you know, or like if I had a breakthrough in excerpt class, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna see if I could do it again. Um, cause sometimes the teacher be saying something and they said it a different way and they'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go try that, but other than that, it's like I'm 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 like straight chilling the rest of the day of the lesson. And people look at me like, you do that. I'm like I'm not practicing this thing seven days a, seven days a week. I just I can't like I will touch it seven days a week lesson mm-hmm. or whatever. But like that's typically not uh, what I do. And I think we're taught like it's go 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 grind grind grind. If you miss a day, if you don't do this X Y and Z, you'll never get a job. Da, 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 and you're a failure. And it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> how we get here? <laughs> how we get here? And I think. The older I've gotten and the more I've been grinding towards certain Okay, not warriors. The more I've been grinding towards certain dreams, it's like if there's not some I've noticed and you know what, maybe that's why I saying I no job. I don't know. But <laughs> what okay. I what I will say is that I've noticed that I know how my brain works and I know how this this goes. You're so annoying. <laughs> and A neurologist. I know how this thing works and I, I, I know how to, I've been learning how to treat myself so that I can play viola for years to come. So I don't freaking hate it. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to get down to the breaks and, and junk like that. So you got anything to say before we jump in? Um, I did, then I forgot it. So <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back to me in the midst of this. Okay. So let's jump in. So, um, we had we read a bunch of articles um, about this stuff. A lot of the stuff that we read kind of was talking about like short breaks as well. Um, you're interested on what what the research says? We'll link all these articles in the description box. You can read your little hearts out. But okay. we just kind of picked out some some things that the research so shows about taking breaks. Um, that apply as close as they can to what we do with classical music. Mm-hmm. So we'll start there, and then we gonna keep it going. Because yeah, a lot of the stuff is about like your job and stuff, which ultimately this is our job. Yeah, it, but it w- more serious. Yeah, it'd be stuff like 
take a walking break and it's like yeah girl because it's like we do stuff like people do stuff like that with their practicing all the time mm-hmm. you know like you i mean some people i guess do try to practice for seven hours straight but yeah, good luck playing your instrument in 10 years or five years even i mean yeah i mean i think my breaking point for when my hand literally feels like it's about to dismember from my body is about the six hour mark like mm-hmm. i i know i cannot practice more than six hours mm-hmm. not even not even just like Maybe I can play more than six hours in a day. I think I can do that. But like six, and I normally do straight. Consecutive. Yeah, I normally do consecutive hours because I, the breaking it up. I don't do, my schedule doesn't allow for that. Mm -hmm. For me to do, like I feel like the most my schedule allows for me to do at once is about two hours. And Mm -hmm. that's about as much as I will do consecutively usually i rarely get to the point where i feel like i cannot go anymore Mm -hmm. but it usually just works out that like the way my schedule is that's like around the time Mm -hmm. but there have been times especially when i practice at night where i i feel like i can't do this anymore because Mm -hmm. you know the whole day has gone by you tired you've been practicing you know before thing i mean like even when i was i think when i was an undergrad i didn't it didn't really allow but not but even then i would do like a after orchestra 7 to 11 type thing Mm -hmm. that's when i when i started to care about the viola um i just want to caveat with that because that was not always like that it was like it's a weekend see we got monday (laughs) breaking it up was better for me because it got it allowed me to um like i remember i had this one schedule where i had like a 9 30 and then i had like an 11 30 so that from that 10 30 to 11 30 i get my first hour practice in mm-hmm. and it would make me feel so much better because even on days when i had a lot of stuff in the afternoon at least mm-hmm. i know i practiced today yeah and i didn't have to squeak because sometimes i would be like you know i have studio at 9 p.m so sometimes if we ended at 10 i'll be like okay i gotta get this last hour in at 10. but getting your your hour of practicing at 10 30 o'clock 10 30 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> ten. That's that's actually pretty accurate. What, what would 10, you say? Ten thirty o'clock. Kind of ten thirty. Because you would say ten o'clock, ten fifteen o'clock, ten thirty o'clock. Because no one that says is it. not a thing. It's not a thing, but it makes sense. Yeah, I guess it does make yeah, sense. Okay. But ten thirty o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> rather than ten o'clock at night, like there's a difference in productivity mm-hmm. because you know. I mean, I also know what kind of practicer I am. Like I've noticed in myself changing. Like I have to do it in the morning. If I don't do it in the morning, I'm really like, like I'm a pretty diligent person, but I'm dragging myself to my instrument. If I, if it's like, especially at night, like some there's some nights where I'll be like, I'll be like, it'll be it'll be eleven o'clock. I'm like, so Katie, what you gonna do because you gotta get this done? And I'll be like, Ugh. I'm like, do I really? And I I drag myself up, and it's like, and it, the thing I realized with the viola, which I t- like, it's like once I'm on it, it's like we good, we rocking. Da, 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 da. Okay. It's like <laughs> it's like. When you don't want to do it, it's like you have to get there. Yeah, like, that's that be the hardest part. That's why I try to leave my bass outside of the oh, case as my much as I can. Stays outside the case. Like, I mean, that didn't really help me this past. But anyway, I mean, it, it's, in, it's in the case right now. But I came from somewhere, you know. But I, I'm, it's been out. Mm-hmm. Um, because mainly to judge me. Um, if I if I see it right there, especially like in this weird transition time where I'm trying to get back into feeling like myself as a violist, it's like. I need I need as much help as I can get, but also the re- I was gonna say about the breaking up. I'm I can I'm disciplined, but sometimes when I break my practice up, I'll I struggle to go back to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I can just if I just sit here and do this four hours, it's I also like the feeling of it being done with it being over. That's why I work out in the morning. What like when I went to the gym last yesterday and at, at um I think I went at like five. I was supposed to go at three, and I was like I'm really finna do this. No one outside. 
and I gotta go, I gotta walk, and I gotta drive, and then I gotta park, <laughs> and I gotta go up them little three stairs. And it's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's how my and I gotta open the door. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, do I really fuck sweating? And like, stair climb. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's like I go through all this stuff, and now it's five o'clock, and I still haven't left my house yet. Mm-hmm. I'm disciplined enough to go, but it's like it just wastes time. If I just went at five in the morning, it's just like okay, now it's over. So that's kind of like how my brain <laughs> going to, to gym. Going to gym at five in the morning, you that will feel like you could, you, okay, yes. However, you feel like you could take over the world. Well, it's like this world. Okay, this world is beyond repair, but right. I, I'm just Crumbling saying. around us, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you work out in the morning, it's like you literally, like, accomplish something that's not fun. And it's like you have the whole rest of your day. That's, and that's how I think about practicing. It's like, if I practice from 8 to 12, I got the rest of my day to just be free. I ain't got to think about viola. I did something. We out here, gang, gang. Sky's the limit. Could watch YouTube, sit on my couch. <laughs> like, it's over. It's done. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when I break my practice up, I break it up like, like, like things cadence. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's not like, okay, mid excerpt and now <laughs> I mm. get the, you know? Yeah. So I feel like in that way, it's, it, it's not like difficult for me to come back because I'm doing something different than I was before. Mm-hmm. So, but it depends on the day. Girl, the same. Anyway, the research. The research shows <laughs> we can just go through these. Number one, the first one, breaks are relaxing. Indeed, I think I think that's a, a given. It's like you're not doing something that, especially for in our case, is stressful. It's like now you're not doing it, taking a break. It's relaxing. Um, research shows that uh, taking breaks prevents decision fatigue. Um, which in, in the study, it described like a judge that was more likely to, uh, not send people back to prison, um, after they'd it's taken their breaks. Examples, Cause y'all will take breaks. Right. Right. Um, but the, but when it was like a long stretch of time that they had been working, it was easier just to say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that can manifest itself. Like when you're practicing, it's easier to just gloss over things because God, the end. That you should be like good enough <laughs> when you're I, tired. And, and and I know, I know, I do that. And I'll be like, let's go back. Like yeah. I, I have to tell myself, cause I'll be like, girl, blah, 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 blah. even if I don't do it that night, I I will go back to it. Mm-hmm. And something I I um, dang, I just lost my train of thought. What the heck? We talking about, we talking about going back? Like literally, I was about to say it, and it, it left me. Turn into me, like I was about to. I was. I don't think I understand. I was about to say it. <laughs> I don't think you get that. Like I was. It was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Guess it wasn't important. Okay. Oh wow! Here we go. Anyway, um, people who take breaks uh, when they need them are more creative and have better flow. Um, this is hard for me to apply to to um viola just because it's like music's creative, but it's like. It's a forte. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, <laughs> <that's not. laughs> but I will say, like, the flow is like, if I take a step back, like, we're talking about, like, short-term breaks. It's like, I do the 50-minute hour. I was telling you before. Sometimes I do the hour, hour. I just do an hour and a 10-minute break, hour, 10-minute break. So I do feel like I'm ready to go. Get, you know, give me a little water, give me a little crackers. You know what I'm saying? Ready to jump back in. Did that today. It took a little bit longer than 20 minutes, but that's not the point. Um... 
so I will say that I do feel like more alert. And then after a longer break, I do like once I rev myself up, like, okay, I'm about to touch the viola again. I do feel like I can't wait to get this done. I can't wait to do this and this. I can't wait to like see how I can make this better, see how I can do this. So maybe that's the creative side. Um, so I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, breaks make you more productive, which is, uh, which kind of relates to the one that Katie just said. But, uh, when you come back from a break, you're more energized. You're mm-hmm. all there. You're not yeah. literally dragging your feet and dying. Mm-hmm. So, and therefore can get more things done. Yes. Um, and then a last one we have is breaks restore motivation, which relates to the creativity thing and the flow thing. It's like, normally I do be feeling like I'm ready to do this. Like I can't wait to, cause I'm, when I, when, like when I take a break, like look, I feel like I'm not going towards a goal that I have because you're literally not. But, um, when you back in it, it's like, okay, boom, what we doing? Like, mm-hmm. let's go. So Yeah so all right so next we're gonna talk about you girls okay (laughs) (laughs) the stigma in classical music about taking breaks from your instrument let me tell you what this person said to me in undergrad okay it was actually my teacher so hopefully she said she was gonna listen to this podcast let's hope she glossed over this episode (laughs) i mean it wasn't bad okay adding her (laughs) it wasn't bad she didn't say nothing bad but i was i I played some performance and honestly it's not even important because i can't remember what performance it was well, I took a huge L. Took a huge L. I think it was studio class. It was either studio class or an area recital. So at my undergrad, we had area recitals where all the string studios in undergrad have studio at the same time. And then on Monday, it's like on Mondays in a designated place, and then you just rotate. Like it's always the same place on Fridays, but on Mondays, it it rotates like room. So some people, some one week it might be in the recital hall. One week you might be in the concert hall. One week you might be in some random room on the third floor. And it just keeps rotating between cello, bass, whatever. And then on Friday, since everybody has studio at the same time, maybe four times a semester they do a recital where you would play for the every, all the string people or whatever. I took a huge L. And I was like talking to my teacher after it. And I was like, yeah, like I just took the weekend off. Like I just didn't want to touch the viola. I want to think about the viola. Blah, blah, blah. She's like... Yeah, breaks are important, but you know, you kind of just rub it off and you just keep going. And I was like, you do? Like, <laughs> I miss, like, like the older I get, the more I, I try to sit with my feelings a little bit more and be like, dang, this is like really freaking sucks. Like, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I, you got to let yourself just go through that. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, and I try to be careful with how I talk to myself during those times because sometimes I'll be wilding like I'll be looking in the back and I'll be like why you say that <laughs> I'll be like because if anybody else said that <laughs> that's what I'll be saying like sometimes I'll be saying this to myself and then I have to step back and be like nah if somebody said that right. to you you'll be ready to fight because ain't nobody gonna talk to me the way I talk to me so like what did I say <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago I was like you 26 your life a flop and I was like <laughs> I was like now Katie <laughs> now Katie oh. mm imagine somebody said girl you a flop i would be like so we fight now or <laughs> like um but yeah i don't know why I, I mean i can see why because you're building up small muscles and you're building up like um it's like muscle memory mm-hmm. you need to know where third position is 
you need it, to know where fifth is like period it's just like you need to know what what discord feels like like simple stuff you just got to know what that is and when you take breaks yeah too many of them it's like your muscle memory goes and you looking stupid but you come back and it don't feel the same yeah and i mean i i get i don't know i feel like more people be taking breaks and just don't be saying nothing yeah i feel like i mean i mean why would you announce that but right but i feel like people yeah people were not honest about honest um, about how much they practice how often they practice that sort of thing there's a difference with between not being honest about it and not being forthcoming about it. Mm-hmm. If somebody asks me how much I practice, I'll say none of your business. Um, yeah. I'm not forthcoming with that information because it's not your business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you and be like, I practice 12 to 14 <laughs> hours a day. Sleep is not all my off days. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you about it. Like, or if somebody asks me if I'm if I'm not trying to be rude because obviously if uh, you know Miss Del- Miss Delaney how much do you practice yeah. like, none of your business little girl like I might be like it fluctuates yeah yeah I might say something like that like it fluctuates because it does mm-hmm. like on some days I cannot practice on on as much as I can on other days mm-hmm. some days I can't practice at all mm-hmm. like it's that's just how it is but yeah I feel like people have that that uh stigma against it because first of all nobody talks about it so the, Mm. nobody want to be the first person to admit it yo I'm gonna tell you something nobody want to be the first person to admit they ain't touching instruments today yeah you ain't <laughs> you ain't birthday <laughs> yeah because you one of two things will happen rarely ever so rarely you'll get somebody who'll be like you know what yeah sometimes me too and that's very very rare it's rare the other one is like wow really because I I, I practice, I practice like, every day like, especially going to conservatory I feel like well comprehensive school of music no it's a conservatory <laughs> because y'all girls <laughs> the um, hell y'all put me through it it's a conservatory <laughs> i feel like that's like like you know you have a bunch of different things that people use to small talk the weather how was your weekend mm-hmm. one thing is oh my gosh i practiced da, da, da. oh my god like that is one of the things i feel like in conservatory because that's just that's what's going I mean, on that's what everybody doing it's something yeah, you can relate it's to a, it's a commonality for mm-hmm. we all practice most of us practice most of us practice yes. um but i feel like because that's so that's so normal like people don't people don't want to do the opposite where it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah i ain't practicing like yeah. nobody's broadcasting that because most of the time you're not proud of it because there's a lot of stigma and shame attached to it and i mean also depends on why you're not practicing you're not as, you're not practicing because you just fooling around or whatever mm-hmm. or you're not practicing because like you took an L and you're dealing with that yeah. emotion like or you're not practicing be- like sometimes like you're not practicing because like you, you just did a big performance and you want to take a break like mm-hmm. that's another time I take a break like if I after my recital I was like oh, I can't wait down uh, last note Bronx <laughs> took this junk for a week be yellow over your shoulder <laughs> <laughs> can't drop kicking it <laughs> can't smashing it on the stage <laughs> done with this imagine <laughs> everybody's face <laughs> done forever meanwhile I had other performances <laughs> after but um yeah I mean I think it, it depends on why you're taking a break but I mean yeah the girls just don't like talking about it because it's like you're supposed to you're expected and I think that's not just classical music i think it's like in a lot of like specialized fields you're expected to just grind 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 it's like you you fall you get back up fall get back up. and like 
yeah you get back up but like sometimes it ain't gotta, it ain't gotta be right away and another thing is you're expected to love <laughs> what you do and you and you can love what you do and also it gets on your nerves sometimes yeah like it, i feel like there's a lot of pressure because like you can't be a musician and you only kind of like music like yeah, you know you, you can't can be <laughs> studying at at a high level and trying to be in the new york philharmonic and you yeah i kind of like it you know yeah. like you have to be passionate about it you, this has to be your passion but a lot of people feel like oh because it's my passion i have to love it all the time and i can't admit that i don't want to touch this thing today i yeah. don't want to do it don't mm-hmm. bother me with that like <laughs> so i feel like there's a there's stigma around that too like oh you like it enough and, and mm. you ain't got what it takes because you know you're not dedicated yeah. enough to it and you know this is not your whole life and mm-hmm. if, well i don't know what to tell y'all As, <laughs> um one thing that i'm determined that i've been determined to do like you said the whole life thing is i remember my second semester at eastman the 2017 i had a lot of free time i wasn't taking as many classes i just had a, a lot of time to practice i wasn't teaching as much as i was now like or at all i don't think i was teaching at all but none of the things i'm doing now i was doing so i just had i was going to rap class going to lessons i don't even think i was taking music history i was literally just straight chilling yeah, i think i had had exactly nine credit hours i was just relaxing no music edit courses what was i even doing <laughs> Um, but practicing and I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, and I was, um, I was practicing a lot and I was into it a lot and I was, you know, I was at Eastman, but I was like, that was also an, um, an important year for me because I was like, who are you other than a violist? I did not want to only be a violist. That was the... That was a year that got my health together. That was a year I. I'm gonna say, are you really gonna take the time to do that? No, because I'm editing this one. If it was your, if it was your oh, week, wow, I definitely would. So uh, let me table that. Anyway, you're not gonna remember. <laughs> I'm gonna set a reminder. No, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's the year I got my health together. That's the year I, I want. I really wanted to be a member of Ashiro. I played Ashiro. I started boxing that year. Like, I, I was like, what can I do? Because it's like. Yeah, we have my braids, and that's something kind of separate. But you said that whole life thing, and it's like some people want to be dynamic people. Like some people want to have like a lot of stuff going on. You know, some people want to be, especially like I think putting your whole value and self worth into something that is so unguaranteed. Is that a word? Not guaranteed. It's like you literally could play every single note right and correctly in an audition and they like someone sound better and they made a couple more mistakes and then they get the job it's like it's so like it's it's so subjective to put your whole like being into something that that i don't know you should be like be doing other stuff you should have some other part of your identity than i'm a cellist you know like i feel like that's like I just feel like and it's like if that's you like I'm not coming for you I'm just saying no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's like that was the year I was like okay who are you besides a violist and I'm still answering that question yeah I was about to say I'm coming for myself because there was a lot of times where I'm like I literally don't know how to do anything else even if I wanted to do something else I couldn't like I really saw that I was like if something happened and I and I could not play the bass anymore like what would i do mm-hmm. i have nothing else going for me i don't know how to do anything else like <laughs> i mean that's not true anymore right but before that I, there was a time when i really genuinely thought that mm-hmm. but yeah and i feel like 
taking that's why I think like even tying it in like taking breaks breaks from the instrument so you can find time to explore these things and like I don't know taking break taking a vacation and not feeling not feeling like the pressure of like oh, I could be practicing right now and there's been times recently that I've said I've said no to vacations because I was like I don't want to be thinking about my instrument yeah especially and it's like yeah, I just I'm not gonna have a good time. And I can't take mine with me. Could you imagine? I'm at the freaking resort with a flight case. I, I am okay. I'm taking my VO on vacation. It's not. It's just a weird. It's a weird stress to have. I think the summer before I came to Eastman, I brought a not even my viola. I brought a viola to Jamaica. My uncle had died, and uh, they wanted me to play his funeral, of course. And because sometimes I just want to just go to the funeral. Like I don't understand. Anyway, it's a different conversation. So. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to play the funeral. I brought a viola. Wasn't mine. Shout out to my friend Eileen who let me borrow her extra viola. Um, <clears throat> but I still like I went. I was going to Eastman in like three weeks, so I had things that he told me. To, so it was like a weird thing. Like the last vacation I took was like in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like because it's like you was on a flight. I'm like, and who with me? Who my who my fl- who my <laughs> travel buddy? Hey girl, it's like I'm always doing some viola junk. So it's never like a vacation. It's always like, yeah, I get to go to Poland and I have to play in Poland and I have to. Mm-hmm. I just mean from a financial standpoint, from a logistical standpoint, it would oh, be yeah. hellacious. Yeah. But then again, when I when I went frolicking in France with my mama, my teacher was like, "So, see," and your teacher <laughs> was like, "What?" He was like, "Oh, so we're gonna have a base in France?" I was like, "No, I'm not gonna have a base in France. See? No, I'm not." It's also the teachers <laughs> be a problem too, and it's like, okay, in his defense, it's around jury time, kind of. Was it? What yeah, I was literally. It was a bad timing. I was literally playing in a master class, like like days after I got. From friends, but my mama had already booked the trip. Like, what am I do? Tell me. I feel like that'd be the devil working against you because I went to Montreal that one that one year with my mama, like my second year here, and had to play a math class that Monday and got the email on Saturday. I've been frolicking in Montreal for a week. <laughs> oh my god, that's the devil. I don't know. It's not a blessing from God. It was the worst math class I've ever played. Nope, I've played worse. No, maybe that was the worst one. Yeah, that was the worst one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a flashback. <laughs> but, um, girl, take a break. I mean, we can get into our personal stories. I mean, I don't really recommend taking my type of breaks because. Girl. Say, I was about to say, how this finna go when I tell my personal story? Because <laughs> I ain't got nothing positive to say about it. So, I'm. Don't take advice from me because I'm over here. Yeah, you should take breath. Da, 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 da. And all my personal experience with this negative. So, but that's my fault. It's not the break's fault. I think this last break that I took. Are we going there? Are we done with stigma? Yeah. I think this last break that I took was I took a break from. Okay, so I'm not gonna put all my business out there because I don't know y'all. I love y'all though. Um. <laughs> But I went to take an audition. Where? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned it before, so you can put the pieces together. I went to take an audition for something that I thought I was actually going to get. Or at least had a chance. Like, they said no. Then they were like, girl, come audition. I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and I, it was also a lot. Of <laughs> That's what you said? How you type that in email? <laughs> So I was like, guess we going, you know what I'm saying? It was a city like I've never been before. I was like, oh, one of those. 
You first of all, <laughs> let's pull over. You act like I really. If I was going through the amount of countries I've been to, it's not a lot. Like you really be ha- talking about to me. me. You know, there's a hundred over 190 countries. Okay, it's a, it's a lot to me. I'm not saying in the grand scheme. No, of how many countries there are on planet Earth. No, it's not a lot. To on me, Earth. it's a lot. Also, I was kind of in the states too. I think I've been to 26. Like, I really have not been anywhere. Half the time I'm on a plane. Anywhere, Katie? Half the you time I'm on, half the time I'm on a plane, it's going to Chicago. Because okay. my family lives there. Okay. Same. But Los Angeles. Okay. So, so glad we can agree on that. Okay. Um, but still not the same. Okay. So I went to this place and I was like, gang, gang, we up in here. And um, didn't get it. And I got, and I was... I got home and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I just don't feel like doing this. I just don't feel like touching it. I, I don't have anything for it. Um, and, and it's like, whoa, I don't need nobody coming like, well, you gonna take a lot of L's and if you can, came in this profession thinking you was gonna take every <laughs> win, then I got some news for you, girl. <laughs> And it's like, that's not what I'm saying, but sometimes there's, oh there's been a lot of things where I've gotten to know and I just bounce right back. And it's like, but you, I'm not going to expect myself to do that every time. Like sometimes you just you want, care. I, sometimes I want to <laughs> feel what I'm feeling. Sometimes I want to be like, you know, girl, what we finna do. Sometimes I'd be like, girl, what you finna do? <laughs> um, Which is like just really dramatic. Um, But it's in my character. It's in my nature, my being. I'm a dramatic person. Um, so I really don't be listening to half the stuff I be saying to myself. I'll be like, okay, girl. <laughs> but um, I I let myself sit in that emotion. I then I hop back on for like a week because I thought I was preparing for something that I actually didn't have to prepare for. I'm not gonna get into that either. Um, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, I had to. I thought I had to learn an entire concerto, so I started preparing that process. Not okay. I thought I had to relearn an entire concerto. So I started preparing that process. I found I didn't have to do it anymore. And then I was like, all right, well, it's Christmas time, so I'm good. And I went to Chicago and I brought my viola and it was a very nice decoration in the corner of my room. Um, And I got, I lucked out. My mom did not ask. My mom went to work, so she had no idea. And my grandma thinks that I only practice for school. So um, now that I graduated, why do you have to practice? So that's where she was. I also don't think she noticed. Um... So that was the third week of December. I kind of was just like, I just don't have anything for it. I feel some type of way. And to avoid embarrassment, I hopped back on last Thursday because I have an audition on Saturday. <laughs> just to, just so I don't embarrass myself. So this break to me was probably one of my more productive breaks because I felt that it, even though I didn't really touch the instrument, I, I had to teach, which is, it's hard to teach when you're not practicing. Like, I know people hate teaching. I know people don't have any interest in it, but it really makes you a better player because you have to learn how to, when you teach, especially one-on-one, maybe not classroom teaching so much, but when you teach one-on-one, you really have to learn how to say thing, say things in a productive way. A lot of times I feel like I'm teaching myself because especially like since I struggle as a player, it's like, how can I say this in the most simple way possible for you to understand it? How can I say this in a different way that makes me understand it? Like, I really feel like I'm almost giving myself a lesson sometimes when I teach. And just developing pedagogy just makes me a better player. 
and it's hard to do that when you haven't been touching your instrument i'd be like like i was demonstrating something for a student when i realized i had to jump back in was actually i, I hopped back on last thursday but last tuesday i taught a lesson and i missed a shift to fourth position and i was like woof girl <laughs> actually it's time like when you can't demonstrate something simple oh it's like oh oh it's over now <laughs> i mean i ain't go home that night i mean it wasn't that serious but you know <laughs> but uh yeah i think this was a good break for me because it was like and also I was going through this thing where I was like perpetually tired. It was, that's another whole other thing. It was like, it didn't matter how much sleep I got. I'm talking about eight hours of sleep Girl. and I'm still exhausted. Like it was, it was bad. It was bad. I don't know what was going on with me. Like it was, just, I remember one, one day I got 10 hours of sleep. When do I ever sleep 10 hours? You know, I'm up at six. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got 10 hours of sleep and I woke up ready to go back to bed. I was like, I cannot wait to go back to sleep. <laughs> so I was, it was a lot of stuff going on, but like this probably was, this was good. I enjoyed my Christmas break. You know what I'm saying? No regrets. I mean, I have some regrets. Like the break I took last summer was stupid. Just dumb. Just daft. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how about you? Oh, Chile. I don't think I've ever taken a break that, Okay, I have planned to take breaks, but none of my breaks have gone as planned, is what I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, I... <laughs> we need cameras in here. <laughs> just in general, lack motivation to do pretty much anything. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I have a... So when I take... When I'm not in motion, like, it's hard for me to come back and... um and do things when I don't have to do them. That's something that I've been working on with like waking up. Like a lot of the times, if I don't have to wake up to do something, I will not wake up mm-hmm. or I will not get out of bed until mm-hmm. I have to do something, mm-hmm. which is not great when I'm working part-time and I have to go to work at two. Mm-hmm. So what am I get? you know, yeah. like I've been, so I've gotten so much better at that with like, don't just get up when you need to get up. Get up just to be up mm-hmm. and so you can get things done before so that you're not up until 4 o'clock in the morning. You know? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. And that kind of thing has translated into my breaks where, like, I know when I'm, like, at home for the summer or something, I am way less motivated than when I'm at school. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm at school, it's like it's like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have orchestra three days a week, a week and I have studio twice a week and I have a lesson. Like, of course I need to practice, mm-hmm. you know? But when I'm taking breaks, mm-hmm. oh gosh. Like, mm-hmm. this past break that I just took, and let me just say this, actually, something that we, that, that came from the research, actually, I just want to say this because um, you literally found all the articles. Anyway. Okay. Yep. Um, cognitive genius that lacks motivation to do anything. Okay, that's <laughs> things are separate. Okay. <laughs> um. Well. Um. I mean, I guess. Anyway, um, one of the things I'm that you the, sat there and thought about what I said. <laughs> um, cognitive genius, but. One of the things that the research said was that, like, studies show that a lot of, especially Americans, think that they need to deserve their breaks. And yeah. That they need oh, to yeah. do something in order to go on a break. And But apparently research shows that that's not true. Like, you enjoy things just as much whether you do them before or after. Mm-hmm. Personally, that yeah, is not true I at all. Not. If I have something good, if I, if I know I got to do something, <laughs> I'm just on my couch. Just <laughs> I, like, nah. personally, that isn't, that isn't. That doesn't apply to me. Yeah, I have to deserve um, it. 
but and and here's why because I suffer from crippling guilt um I feel guilty very very easily mm-hmm. and that is something that that went into what I would call my involuntary break from playing the bass because it got to the point last last semester where I felt so guilty for how much I was not for how, I felt like I was just getting by in my lessons and that is not of, of yeah, course that's better than yeah. that's better than you have bad lessons like I wasn't having bad lessons but I felt like I was just scraping by like I was yeah. going in unsure like oh gosh I'm like, really you know yeah, like yeah. I didn't feel like I'm ready for this lesson mm-hmm. and I got when I got out and it was okay I was like you know mm-hmm. that is a terrible feeling mm-hmm. when you're when this is literally your major yeah. like it's terrible yeah and so Welcome to the first two, three years of um, undergrad for me. Just hating the viola, so. It got, like, to the point where if anyone even, like, mentioned the bass around me, I, I would have a physical reaction. Like, my chest would get tight. Jeez. Like, it just got, because it just, looking at my instrument, thinking about my instrument, talking about it, made me feel so guilty. It always made me feel like I wasn't doing enough and like mm-hmm. so I had all these really really negative feelings attached to my instrument mm-hmm. and it made me not want to play anymore yeah. I just didn't want to play anymore and that has lasted a long time <laughs> <laughs> it's lasted a really really long time mm-hmm. because I also am someone that will ignore something and hope it goes away <laughs> <laughs> does it work can't be my student loan dead I noticed they stopped emailing me. That's good, right? <laughs> um, so that's why it keeps moving on. And that's why, why I call it an involuntary break. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take a break. It was like, I can't stand to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel too. Like, even, even though practicing is what obviously nudges the needle forward. Mm-hmm. Like, just what hearing myself play or playing and being reminded of, of how much time I had lost mm. made me, it was like a vicious cycle. Yeah. Like practicing made me feel worse because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I lost all this time. I would feel, I would sound better if I could had to practice, you know, you know, whatever. But I also had other things going on at school, stuff, stuff like that. So that was the vicious cycle that went into my last break. Um, which really didn't end until pretty recently because I had to play because mm-hmm. I had to listen. Isn't it like, funny how it's like, well, <laughs> we can we gonna shave this crash ship, so right. <laughs> it's either continue your break or get kicked out of school. So <laughs> right. <laughs> Take one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean and believe it or not, I've gotten way, 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 way better than with that. Mm-hmm. Like I used to when I was in high school, I used to I could not stand the sound of my myself playing like mm-hmm. I, I just didn't practice because i was like i which obviously is counterproductive mm-hmm. but like i just hated what i sounded like so i just never wanted like i just couldn't get past it like i would quit playing the bass like every week okay like, <laughs> not seriously mm-hmm. um but like i would just be like i would play a little bit and then i would mess up like like twice and be like i can't do this i'm not cut out for this whatever, whatever which is so freaking stupid yeah. like you mess up twice mm-hmm. and you're not cut out for it like what mm-hmm. but I've gotten a lot better with that, but now with all that that guilt and stuff, like it's it, well, that was just so different. I I wouldn't say I'm over it, but mm-hmm. because now obviously I'm in a place where I have to, I can't do the things that I used to be able to do mm-hmm. on my instrument, which is, and, th- and that's not exactly something that you're proud of and that you want to say to your teacher, like so. 
<laughs> guess what? <laughs> I digress. Haven't really. Like, yeah. But like you were saying with like just touching the instrument, like I had a day where I was like, all right, Delaney, like you can, I was literally like the bass is sitting, in, sitting in the corner of my room, staring at me like an expensive coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> And I wouldn't say I. You I, freaking suck, dog. I never went so far as to actually hang a coat on my base. Okay, <laughs> I hope would hope, but it was just sitting, and I couldn't. And like, like I said, I just ignore stuff. Hope it goes away. It will never go away. It actually just keeps deteriorating. But I, I had a day like, like you said, just touch the instrument where I went to a base. This is like, gosh, this is like when when Crystal started talking about her daddy issues on the show. Like, this oh is the God. most vulnerable I'm gonna get on the show. Yeah, probably it probably won't get girls, and I'm getting no more than this. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> The most my, all my business about to be on the internet um because i've actually never told anybody this but um i was having like like i said all these negative feelings all this guilt and just ugh. like i remember one time my mom mentioned base i started crying like i just couldn't Whoa. like yes like i'm telling you physical reaction like just thinking of it like i'm shaking my chest is tight all of that but one day i was like you know what i have to think back to like I've put so many years of my life into this instrument mm. so I just went and I touched it and I did this is, this is some huge like some reflection I I actually thanked the inanimate object for all the years that it had given me oh like, shoot yeah that's beyond some me <laughs> because I was like this is it got so bad that I'm like I can't stand the thought that I can't even look at this yeah. and I'm like I, I spent so many years of my life Mm-hmm. where this was this is my thing yeah. like this your instrument is an extension of you yeah. if you're you know when you're a musician so i went and i and i sat with the bass and i just kind of like went through everything oh, that, that like so sweet okay that's nice <laughs> but like i i had to do that but it, it i had mixed emotions at the end because like i sat with it like I thank the instrument for all the good years that it's given me, all the purpose that it's given my life, mm-hmm. for all the places that it has taken me, all the things that I have accomplished because of, you know, being able to play the instrument. But it also kind of, it kind of like messed with my head a little bit because I noticed and the things I was saying, I was speaking in past tense a lot. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 wait, this is not the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this, I'm trying to get past this. Uh-huh. Not like, but I felt like in my head, I was kind of going like past it, like past it, past it, like mm. next chapter of my life, past it. And okay. I was like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't say, I, that. that's not even what turned, that was like smack dab in the middle of my break. That didn't turn it around. Mm-hmm. But I'm still happy that I did it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was an important step for me because I do think I I played a little bit after that mm-hmm. um like in the days after that I still continued to have that break I still have some of those feelings um but I'm just really who Chile I'm really trying to get over it but mm-hmm. I mean so I wouldn't say it was a positive it was positive it, it, it wasn't born out of positivity mm-hmm. that's what i would say i'm not yeah. you know but now that we're at the end of it i do feel a little bit better mm-hmm. well guts out on the table <laughs> jeez so we're gonna be editing all that out oh, can you imagine <laughs> hey the episode ending at the intermission <laughs> right <laughs> okay you saying how about you and then it's black excellence <laughs> music is hard but i feel like a, a lot of it is i mean everybody's different if you can go 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 and and grind 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 every day rain or shine i've 
I've been burnt out and it's not, it's not a fun thing. Like I was telling the lady before we turned the mics on that the first break that I took from classical music, like for real, like break. Um, I just got my job teaching, um, public school, but I was also preparing for, uh, for grad school auditions at the same time. So I would literally wake up at five, leave at six, get to school at seven, teach till three. Then I had to drive an hour back because I refused to live in Danville <laughs> um, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, so drive an hour back to Champaign and pract- uh, like hang out for a bit. Then I'll practice from like 7 to 10. And then I'll go back and I'll do the same thing over. And I did that. That's hilarious. I did that for like months and months and months. And even I was talking to my former teacher and um, about a job I'm applying to. And she's like, so what's going on with the public school thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I can't say for certain, but as I, what, well, for right now, I like the the work that I do. I like the Elsa Samuel type stuff. I like flexibility. Like, I love just coming and going. I like being like, I ain't coming. Like, I just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could do other things. I like what the podcast is doing. Okay, I guess y'all listen to this. <laughs> and it's like, there's a lot of stuff, like, happening in different areas of my life that can't, I'm not saying it doesn't happen for public school teachers. There are a lot of public school teachers who that have different, Jason Heath. Mm-hmm public school teacher in Chicago suburbs for a long, 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 long time. Like when, when I found out how big of a deal in the base world he was, I couldn't believe it. Cause I was like, my dude teaches high school orchestra. Like, see, I didn't know that. See? So it's like, I'm, some people could do it, but like, so I did that from January. I think my last audition was in March. So it was, it was three, three months of just teaching all day, practicing three hours a day, only three hours. Like not even like whatever every day and so by the time you know i got my little eastman my eastman thing and i was like cool cool we in a school and i didn't touch my viola from like march until july just because i could not do i was burnt out I, and i didn't know what it what it really was because i was so used to grinding especially like preparing for eastman even before i got my public school job like practice i used to practice from like 12 to like five o'clock in the morning because i was like i must get into eastman it was like crazy so like that com- <laughs> like that combined with like transitioning to like teach public school and trying to maintain those practice habits it's like my body i didn't have to decide to take a break my body was like girl i didn't want to touch the <laughs> right. instrument no, i'll take it for you it was it was crazy and it's like it's not fun being burnt out so and i mean i got back into the instrument because i, I was going to eastman um and two i wanted to give a recital before i went to just to try to put something together of what Mr. Taylor told me to prepare before I came. So I had that kind of going for me. But even after the recital, I think I remember being like, girl, I need to figure out how I'm getting to Rochester. So, um, depending on the type of break, like sometimes like I feel like different breaks for different purposes, but what I don't want to do ever again is like be burnt out. So this, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to take a break. All right. It's been four weeks touching the instrument. I'm ready for another seven months off. Like it's not like that type of thing, but definitely like, yes like you want to grind and you want to get to where you're going you want to it's like if you play down one like 73 more times like it it's gonna be even more steady but it's also like listening to your body and understanding that like you're not a machine and like i feel like people below key be capping in line like i feel like <laughs> <laughs> like someone could correct me in the comments but i just feel like it's not grind 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 and go 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 like all the time mm-hmm 
Like I remember Yeah I mean Y'all could y'all say I'm not lying on you But I feel like some people I'm not accusing anybody Who specifically listen to this podcast right now But yeah. I'm just saying Like from uh, personal conversations That I've had with people Like who? What, what are you trying to prove And to who And it's like <laughs> I will say Like one thing When we get into like Coming back from the break It's like The thing I hate about taking breaks Especially like The one I just came off of It's like not knowing how to do stuff that you could do before especially stuff that like the thing god is like you have you have a level of ability you know what i'm saying you're not gonna come back sounding like suzuki book five like that's just the reality of it like it's like it's like virtually impossible unless you took like a three-year break you know what i'm saying your little your smooth your cute little three four weeks off ain't gonna make you sound like you've never touched the instrument before in your right. life. I mean, depending on maybe for you, maybe I don't know how the brass girls are set up. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. And that's a whole, that's thing. a whole other thing with your chops and stuff. Yeah. But also we have endurance, like building, rebuilding calluses and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, chop, I just can't. Cause I know when, from playing a bassoon, like that feeling when you literally, when you can't play no more, mm-hmm. like you, you know, cause you did music as yeah. you've played a, other instruments, but that like when it's just, you try to blow and you're lip yeah. you Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I I can't. That's crazy to me. And I feel like one of our friends, trumpeter. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's talked about taking breaks before, and it's like them them first couple of days just be yeah. Like, when you your them, your you, hands crip walking across the string, you don't know what you're doing. And like, we could jump back into that. So how do we come back from a break? One of the first what I did this time around, cause I was like, girl, first of all. It's 2020. We don't got time for your antics and your foolishness and your mind talking about you will never be in feels. Okay. We don't got time for that. Not today. Okay. So one thing I had, I had a discussion. I was like, Katie, this is going to sound bad. <laughs> okay. And it's real cute that you have an audition next week and we don't, that's fine. That will this week now, but whatever. I'm like, these next couple of days are going to sound bad. That's just, I think that's the reality of it. Cause once, like when I tell you, remember when Joe, was chopping up that man in in like episode two of you. When I tell you that's exactly how my mini West sounded. <laughs> Speaking of taking breaks. Are you kidding? I would love to take a break from doing this podcast with you. <laughs> Indefinitely. Can you imagine if this is our announcement? <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did not plan that out well um because i was like looking at my repertoire and i'm like okay they're gonna they're gonna look right through me if i come in here with all slow stuff my pre- the prelude the second movement slow walton slow the uh mystery piece that i forgot about is slow <laughs> it's on a mystery slowly on the website of the school um so i was like okay i have to play they last year they did not ask me for also, I was kind of resting on my lords. I'm like, okay, girl, you got into the school last year, and you, and you sounded, you sounded, you know, you sound, you sound a little bit better than you did last year. So, I was like, um, I was like, I have to play something fast, just in case they asked for it. They didn't ask for it last year, but just in case they asked for it. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm like, definitely not the Quran. Definitely, it feels like I'm holding my breath the whole time. I'm like, okay, the menu way, you know what I'm saying? But that up, but da na da 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 bum bum. That jug sounds terrible when you don't know what you're doing. My bow, like when I couldn't that. Girl, that the first time. That sounds so hard. It it was. It sounded dreadful. I recorded it. I was like, okay, here we go. And I turned it right off. I was like, you know what? You already know what it sounded like when you played it. The recording almost made me quit that whole instrument one time. (laughs) 
Like I kind of <laughs> just when Joe was chopping the dude up, that's okay. exactly what it sounded. That's exactly what it sounded like. Okay, so let's talk about how, what you do to get back into your uh, in your routine. Panic. And then, okay. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Panic. Quit. Done. Yeah, I mean, who to lay? I feel like I always take comfort in the fact that like you've invested so much time into your instrument there's still a le- there's a base level there's, yeah there is a level <laughs> i mean like i'm saying three years off okay maybe like a year off maybe mm-hmm. but like come on girl like you're not finna come in here sounding like yeah it's it, it's not gonna be it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be unfixable also you learned that stuff before the thing is i don't know how to healthily come back from a break because you just throw yourself back in because I don't know how to healthily do it because usually when I come back from a break it's because I have to. Okay. <laughs> so like it's like I have something coming up so I don't you know like I wouldn't know how a healthy organized person takes a break and then they come back and they're like okay so I'm they have a plan and they're going to build it up because they have nothing to mm-hmm. you know nothing that they must do. Mm-hmm. But like like when I came back from this recent break I had a lesson to prepare for. See, I had to play for someone. So <laughs> like so when I came back from that, I was like, okay, I, I picked repertoire that I was, that I, I, you know, some things you, you know, you can pull, you can some figure things that out. you know. Yeah. Um, so I picked, um, like an excerpt that I know, I wouldn't say I know it like the back of my hand, but like one of those excerpts, mm-hmm. you know, that you were, so, I mean, that's how I've been doing it. Like start off with some stuff that you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. the rest will follow my favorite way to come back from a break is I so like I said like I do whatever the grind grind when, I, when I'm in the middle of my grind 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 I'm doing four to six hours a day that's that's typically what I'm doing but I know that I cannot start there because not mm-hmm. my hand will literally fall off I'm gonna be frustrated and to be frank I already don't want to be here I'm coming I'm coming back to this instrument because I want to do this instrument I would like to be in an orchestra and people in an orchestra know how to play so therefore I also must know how to play mm-hmm. so I'm like okay today I'm just gonna do an hour I'm like if you do more than an hour that's great but I'm like you must do an hour see and that's how I feel like that's how people would they got a plan and they could you know and, and then the next day I'll be like okay today you're gonna do two hours and then tomorrow you're gonna do two hours again mm-hmm. and then you're gonna do two hours again like today I did two hours mm-hmm. So I can't like not I can't I have not yet mastered the art of like um what was I gonna say of leaving myself the room to do that mm-hmm. I wait till it's like you literally don't have time <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know because but also I was in a unique situation recently you know what happened my base was trapped imprisoned oh <laughs> Wait, hold up. What happened with that? Did, did JB? I'm oh, sorry, I didn't teach his name. It's fine. Yeah, did he fix it? No, he couldn't get it either. What? Yeah. So basically, what happened was TSA. I hate flying with my base. And this is just this was annoying. I'm going to take it to the shop. The, it was just ridiculous. The way they repacked it, they put. Ugh, I, just, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, they zipped my case up in a way where the fabric got caught. It got like doubled over and caught in the zipper. So like it was like completely like across. 
it was not budging. And it was in a place on the case where I couldn't get the base out of the case. I couldn't get it out. Mm-hmm. I would like, it literally took me days to get it out. <laughs> like, and then once I got, the, once I got it, um, I like, I had to cut my case. I really didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. but I ended up having to cut it. Even when I cut it, that didn't fix it. I had to like get some tweezers. I was in, it took me d- days and hours and hours of like tweezers and pulling strings out and whatever. And, and, uh, like all that. But, and, and, but the thing is, that happens to me, too. But I just know how to close the base. If you close it from a certain... Like, oh, the way I close okay. my base, it, my base wouldn't get stuck if my zipper got stuck. My, my zipper's gotten stuck on my base multiple times. Mm. But the way that I... I know how to zip my case up, so it doesn't, prohibit, it doesn't you know, limit me as far as getting the base out of the case. So they just closed it the other way, and mm. it just happened, you know? So, but... um eventually i got it to move at least so i can get the base out to play it like yeah so that that happened and then yesterday i think i finally uh got at least the case open because before the base was out but i couldn't use it the case was unusable mm-hmm. because <laughs> i couldn't do anything so that finally happened yesterday so that i could actually take my base outside of my apartment jeez <laughs> <laughs> like, it was hellacious so that also Made my breath a little bit longer, but (laughs) (laughs) in the grand scheme, it's not very much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, I think understanding like what stuff you got to tackle when you come back, like, you know, you know, your technique and you know, you're playing better than anybody else. Like, I know something for me is like, I know the, the series of digression for my play, like it's like the first thing that's going to go for me is bow connections, like smooth bow changes. Like it just sounds like hacking. So I know that's the, (laughs) (laughs) so I know I remember I put a lesson for Jennifer and she, she was critiquing my wall. And the first thing she was like, so none of these bow changes are smooth. I'm like, girl, if you only knew the gateways, I mean, pick this instrument back up. (laughs) Oh, this was, this was a different break. Okay. People be like, y'all just take breaks just to take breaks. (laughs) Y'all playing your instrument is a break. <laughs> that was that break wasn't necessarily my fault. I was at Yellow National, and I mean, what else we were doing that one? I mean, we were at the campus, you know. I touched my view a little bit, yeah, because I thought I was preparing for an audition, and then Jennifer was like, "Girl," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> but um. I, I know the, like there's certain things that I know I have to tackle when I go back in. Like, I, sometimes I surprise myself. Like, when I came back, I was like, my intonation was, like, pretty, I was like, okay. But, I mean, then, the like, not knowing where chords are, I hate that junk. Like, not knowing where chords are, raggedy bow changes, you know. I, just, I know I got to, like, zoom in on that stuff also. Like, I got stuff to do to prepare for it. So, you know, when we come back. But, you know, also... I know what I'm doing, right? So I knew I was taking this break. I knew I was in my feelings. When I scheduled my auditions, I put the one out. The school I want the most is going last. That gave me all this time to get my life on track. Because after we do this thing on Saturday, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be what it's going to be. It's the warm up. And then we hitting the ground running, period. (laughs) We're going to be freaking ratatatat. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> okay 
And on that note, <laughs> all right, let us know what y'all are you done. Mm-hmm. Let us know what y'all think With about. The no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and if y'all let us just to let you know that oh, there will no longer be classic black podcasts because we ain't got no interest to talk about. It's so black podcasts. You're literally the worst person I know. I mean, I'm still for us changing into the baby blue blood. Can we please? <laughs> I just love him so. I just I admire him, and he's always having fun. I need to get like the baby with rapping, with viola. He's always having a good time. He's rich off of it. He's rich, <laughs> and he does whatever he wants. I mean, without the jail, I I would prefer that. <laughs> please, he so. <laughs> He was like, "Yo, was on me about that week hours I spent in the jail." And I was like, "You were the best." <laughs> Leave me alone with them, them week forty eight hours I spent in prison, well, in jail. But okay, moving on, right to Black Excellence, Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Amanda Jones. Period. Amanda Jones is a lost angel. Okay. <laughs> take a break from me lunch no i'm just kidding <laughs> wow <laughs> amanda jones is a los angeles based film composer she has a bunch of music credits like sis been working okay like i'm just gonna link the website and you can read them all but um some of the ones that you girls might uh, recognize and the one that she just recently got recognition for uh was for her music in 20s for bet and a black lady sketch show for yeah. hbo um she has a ba in music from vassar college where she studied music composition and production and classical guitar okay sis. um and she has a certificate in film scoring and orchestration from the berkeley college of music she's worked alongside michael levine han zimmer um henry jackman and john powell and in her free time which girl right what free time um, she's a singer and guitarist of the LA-based indie rock band, The Anti-Job. So um, Amanda is definitely somebody who is out here being sickening, and she's just doing the thing. Um, and she's she's in she's in with the right circle. Like Issa Rae, you see my movie Issa Rae's in? Yeah, Issa Rae out here. Issa Rae's out here. Like she's in them. She's just in that in that circle. I need to get in that circle. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. When I get there. But. <laughs> if you need a violist, there's minus like 47 other people you can call. But girl, add me to the list. Make me number 48. I'm just playing. Okay. But uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I got like I said, I went the web. She's been working on a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of movies that she's been. She's either has credits for or like worked on or stuff like that. Like she out here, she popping. So yeah, Amanda Jones. Okay. Thank you for being black and excellent. Period. Um, all right, my piece this week is Festive Overture by Shostakovich. It's my jam. Um, I just listened to it the other day. I don't know what sometimes I just go in a like a string of things, like pieces remind me of the things. So I ended up on it. That's one of those pieces I remember kicked my booty the first time I, I played it because it was mm-hmm. at interlocking, which I was notoriously not ready for. Um, okay. I wasn't. <laughs> um, but n- now it's one of those pieces that I just know, mm-hmm. you know, because like who's counting that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, girls. Well, and guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, an intermission suggestion, or a new co-host to replace Delaney, <laughs> please email us at classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk Could to y'all. Imagine? Can you imagine? I like talking to shit. <laughs> Could you imagine somebody emails us? First of all, me monitoring the emails. Yeah, you're doing the email. Say, Dear Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Delaney's terrible and I can do a better job. So when can we start? <laughs> okay, it's us posting an email to the um, Instagram page for our trifling tidbit Tuesday. Tagging them. Tagging. Right. I'm inviting them to be a guest on the show. And tell them to bring their mom to them. No, I'm just <laughs> okay, public dragging. <laughs> terrible. If you want to talk to Delaney about your public dragging, at classicblackpackercast at gmail.com. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I want to go. What? You what? you heard what I said? You you are trash. Classically black podcast. Oh, you know what? It's autumn consonants together. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Autumn letters. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.